We are holding on the discussion of um, of the third aspect of Krishna Shalomita, right? Which is the concept of tzitzis, and we said tzitzis is the idea of za, right? And our our discussion on um, on Thursday. I was trying to point out the difference between tefillin and tzitzis because they seem basically to be saying the same thing. That's our issue. Our issue is that we understand that the main objective here is midos. But in having said that, the main objective here is not just stam, the idea of midos, but it's the idea of meichin directing the midos or acting as a catalyst for the midos to turn on in a certain direction. So we said, wait a minute, that's exactly what we talked about with tefillin, right? Tefillin was also the same idea. Tefillin was the idea of bina, the idea of hisbainus, the idea of iun, right? And we talked about oirech, reichev, and oimek by, uh, by bina. And so therefore we're seemingly saying the exact same thing over here by tzitzis. So we wanted to understand what in fact is the difference, and we got off into a conversation about the idea of meichin de gadlus and meichin de katnus. And if you remember, we spoke about the idea of meichin de gadlus means uh, a very, very high level. Because generally speaking, the meitzer hagaron, the narrowness of the throat, is what separates between the brain and the emotions. And it acts as a blocker for them. And so therefore, even though I may have something in my head, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be emotionally moved by it. Haraya, you look at all the people that are out there smoking. Everyone knows that smoking kills a person. It's literally written on every cigarette box. This will kill you, right? I mean, with big, like, skull and bones and whatever. You know, I mean, like, it's, it's mamish telling you this. Nevertheless, you have millions of people that continue to smoke cigarettes. Nevertheless, if you ask them, do you want to die? They're like, no, no, I don't want to die. No, for sure I would not. But there's obviously, they're not putting one plus one together. They're doing one plus one and it equals three. And everyone's saying, hello, one plus one is equal to two. You're making a huge mistake. <laughs> this is human nature. This is what we call the Meitzar Hagaron, the idea of the narrowness of the throat which separates between the intellect and the emotions which causes a person to be able to conscientiously see something intellectually and nevertheless not impact him in a, you know, in a real way. So we said that by the level of a tzaddik and, and maybe even a high-level bainani, what could happen is they could have something called meichin de gadlus. Meichin de gadlus means that as soon as it goes into a person's mind, it immediately impacts the heart in, a, in, the, in the exact way that the mind is thinking about it, right? Which is a very unusual trait. And that's what we, I think that's where we left off. Yes? Okay, so let's go. Um, I'm on Lamed Tess in the old books, about 10 lines from the bottom. There's a period, and we'll start from there. I don't know where you are. Where are you? Shalom. Come along. 
come along. Now we'll understand the idea of how the tefillin are in the first hay of the Shem Yud Kei Vav Name the level of Bina. We know the idea of tefillin is the idea of Hamshachas HaMaychen Lezah. V'kamayim Razal, HaKadosh Baruch Hu when it says that Hashem is miniat tefillin, kai al v'chinezah, it's referring to zah. Mashiach kasu machamachar, im kein harei hamoichin de tefillin, heim v'chinez moichin de zah. V'lama heim ba'oiz hei. So we ask a very important question. The tefillin that we talk about with regards to Hashem is not moichin stam, but it's moichin de zah. So if it's moichin de zah, so why are we saying that it's oiz hei? It should be, right? It should be oiz Right, vav, just like the tzitzis we're talking about. So it says like this: Lufiyah now nicha leoyis. Now it makes a lot of sense. Shehein bechinas moichin the godless. Right, this is because tefillin is the idea of moichin the godless. Ube godless ha'ikarhu bechinas amoichin. The main point in godless is the moichin. Vahamidas hein rak mashenik rorim benimshachim acharei hamoichin. Right. What we're saying with Meichin the Godless, as I just explained, is that the main event is the Meichin. Then what happens is, is that the emotions just like sort of chase after, or are they run after, or they just are dragged along. They come with the Meichin. Matubaran Lamed Tes, at the bottom almost. Three lines from the bottom, four lines from the bottom, right? It just comes rolling with it. Wherever the Meichin are, that's where the Midos go with them. Yeah? <coughs> Don't make the mistake that we're talking about Midos. We're talking about Meichin, right? And the Meichin are completely separate, so to speak, from the Midos. The Midos, however, are, compl- are born out from the Meichin in such a direct manner that that's what we're referring to when we talk about Tefillin. That's the objective. That's the idea. Like we're going to see with regards to the muskal. Remember our muskal going back all the way back, you know, like 15 pages ago. However, tzitzis is more referencing the two lower levels, namely the levels of Iber, which we talked about last, we mentioned again last time, which is obviously the idea of the person who is what we called him the mutba. Right in this hemshech, the idea of the person who is not such a meichin person, not such a midas person, but just sort of a person that just follows along, right? Just does what he's supposed to do because this is what he's supposed to do. And then yunika, which is us, ninety something percent of the people are yunika people who are really driven by their emotions for the most part. They're up, they're down, they're sideways, back and forth, and up, all around. murgash, like we said. So here we said the main point is the Midos. Now, So if you're going to say that we are mainly just Midos people, so maybe we're saying just Midos. He says, no, no, there's Meichin there also. This is the key point. The key point is that 
the meichin that are there are completely absorbed and completely involved in the midos. It's very hard to see the meichin by themselves. Like, what? Yeah? Well, let's go. Vizel in. Oh, yeah, go. What's your question? So I said, he already, like, let's say we were like very smart people. That I, I was very smart. I know a lot of this. If you already explained that, like he said, that still is Moki the Galos, and he already, he's already said the same thing. So therefore, he said it above the, the, the beginning of my paragraph, starting from Amna. Mm-hmm. He says that, uh, that the sisters are the more Moki than Yenika. So what? And we would understand already the difference. Why is he to like. No, he's explaining. He's explaining. He's bringing. He's bring, no, he's not questioning. He's bringing it out. This is like a Hasidic share. He has to bring it out. He has to cover every point. Now we're, let's get into it, though. So now we can understand what is the idea of tzitzis. Tzitzis is for the letter Vav. To Shem Havaya. Bechinas Amidos, it's namely the point, the focal point is the Midos. Not just the Midos, but the Meichin Shalahem, right? We know, as we talked about also last time, that whenever you're talking about the four parts Sufim, we have to understand that each of the four parts Sufim also has parts Sufim within it. So here we're talking about Meichin de Midos. We're talking about the higher level of the Midos, which is the Meichin, which is what's coming down from Ema, Right? What we say is Bichlal, they talk about the Nehi of Ema becomes the Meichin de Zah. You ever heard that phrase before? The Nehi of Ema, right? The lower level of Ema, the lower level of Bina, right? Which is already focusing on the outside. Netzachod Yisaid, right? And some people would say it Malchus, but usually it's called the Nehi of Ema, the Nehi of Bina, becomes the Meichin, right? Becomes the intellect of Zah. That's sort of the idea, Right? So he says like this: the lamed base chutin and lamed base. What's his acronym? Nesivas hachachma. The there's numbers here. The numbers are lamed base. Lamed base is thirty-two, and it stands for the thirty-two pathways of chachma. Let the number fifty is the fifty share are called the fifty gates of bina. Right? Those are the two main numbers when you're talking about. Uh, Meichen in general. The Imkain, Heim Bechin is Meichen, the Chachma of Abina. Right? This is like the idea of the Meichen of Chachma of Abina. Look over there in the Kilis Yaakov, he says in the parentheses, the Tzitzis. Right? Talking about the idea of Tzitzis. Yeah? Right? The Bizman, Shebizmanas Bayez, Hayem Bechin is Chachma, the Ema, Shehu Bina, the Abba, the Tzitzis, Shebizman Hazeh. Right, and Shitzis in this time, him bechinas bina de'ema. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, literally speaking, it's hard for us to explain exactly what that means. But what it's what it's saying here, at least in words, is that during this manad bias where there was a greater gilui in the world, so the tzitzis were, of course, being impacted by uh, bina. But the main point that they were being impacted by is Chachma of Bina. Right? Like it says, Chachma de Ema. <coughs> However, Zmanazeh, where we have a much lower level of revelation happening in the world, now it's called Bina de Bina. That's, what, that's the basic idea. Why? What's the distinction? Good question. 
No, the distinction is the difference between Chachma as opposed to Bina. I mean, that's obviously the distinction. Chachma is a greater level of revelation, right? That's like we talked about earlier when we talked about the Chlal, the idea of the Yud, of the Yud Kevav name, the idea of Achdus Hashem, right? So clearly, Chachma de Bina is much more of a revelation than Bina of Bina. Right, bina bina already is bringing it more into pratim, into details, into and therefore into kalim, which is the idea of limitation. Okay, So what is a tzitzis? The tzitzis also is the Indian of hamshacha, right? But it's this is the hamshacha, right? In order to be the meichin of the midos. Right? Masha Enkim, when we were talking about tefillin, we were much more referring to the Meichin per se as the Meichin. The Chlal, the Meichin, is the idea of Meichin of impacting the person, and therefore, if it's Meichin that is impacting the person, it's going to be impacting the Midos of the person. Right? This is what I'm trying to bring out to you. Right? The Bechlal, the concept by a human being, is that we're not looking for intellect just being up there in the sky. We're looking for intellect to be impacting the person himself. Who's the person? The person is the midos of the person. That's the person himself. Right? That's the teich. Remember we talked about reish, teich, and saif earlier in the, in the Hemshech? We talked about the head, the person himself, and then what comes out from the person. Right? Like when the person is receiving, right? The person first hears the Gemara class from the teacher, and then he does Chazara, and then he teaches it over to his kid brother. Right? So which is, which is him? So on the one hand, Reish is him. He's receiving. But that's on the one level, that's on, in, in his Meichin. Right? Taich is really the real him. Because now he's doing Chazara himself. He's figuring it out. He really gets it. When he first hears the Gemara class, he doesn't really get it. He gets, you know, 80% of it, something like that. He thinks he gets 100%, but then when he sits down to Hazara, he realizes he missed this word. And what is really the Gemara trying to explain over here? Right? And then, you know, but then when he does Hazara, he really, like, it's him. But then he has to give it over to his kid brother. So now he really has to see if he really knows it. Right? But that's ready for the outside. That's already the safe. Right? That's ready giving out. So what he's saying here is that. Meichin as Meichin themselves is also for the point of the Midos. But here we're focusing on Tefillin and the Meichin as per se and the Meichin themselves. Over here by Tzitzis, we're talking about Mamish, the Meichin of the Midos. Right? That's what we're talking about. So he says like this, Ayin mashikasu besidu di remasko basu lahem Tzitzis, the Dalad Tzitzis hayoitzim, mehad Dalad Kanfos, Right, that the four tzitzis, which are going out from the four corners, heim gilui bechinas dalid chayos hamerkava. There is the revelation of the four chayos, the four animals of that are talked about in the merkava. Shehein gemel midos chagas v'malchus. So he says, you and Sham look over there in the, in the siddur. It talks about the three midos of chagas and malchus. Hagas the Jewish and Hagas of the Jewish. Hagas means like the um, like the parentheses or the additional aspects of that Jewish. Hanal That's the idea of the drawing down of the level of kavod law. But it's drawn down into kavod right 
into the Dalet Chayas. Again, the idea of drawing something from a higher level to a lower level, this is the Nakuda of the Tzitzis. Yeah. Do you know the level you refer to? What it's called, Ilah? Yeah. Uh, there's so many different levels, and, you know, it's, I don't know exactly what it's referring to. No. No. So this is the idea of the Maychin, but it's Maychin specifically for Leidos Hamidos, right? That's the idea. And, and again, in parentheses, he, he stresses the same idea at uh, this point. Again, Tfilin Heim Bechinas Maychin Atzmim. Tfilin is more Maychin Atzmim. Whereas Tzitzis is really the Maychin for giving birth to the Midos. Yeah, he's Galus Hamidos. The Midos should be revealed. And therefore, the main thing here is the midos. Okay, is everyone catching what's going on here? So essentially, we ran into a snag. We ran into a problem here. What's our problem? We seem to be saying the exact same thing with tefillin and tzitzis. Both ideas are moichin that are impacting midos. So what he's been doing for the past, uh, let's say, 15 to 20 lines has been trying to describe the difference between the two. Ultimately, the difference is that tefillin is meichin from, i.e. meichin atzmin, meichin themselves. Of course, the idea of meichin is to impact the midos, but it's really focused on just the meichin. Hopefully, by focusing just on the meichin, it will impact the midos. Araya, the idea of Meichen the Godless. So by a holy person, a tzaddik, or something like that, his Meichen, just by putting in the Meichen, pure, unadulterated Meichen, without any netia towards any type of emotion, right, will impact the emotions. I'll give you an example. One of the basic examples it talks about in, in, in Hasidus is the idea of going from Meichen to Midos, right? Like, for example, there is God. Right? There is God is just pure intellect. It has nothing to do with my emotions. Right? God is good. God is good is already a step in the directions towards an atiyah of emotions, still in the mind. But I've now gone from pure <coughs> intellect to a gravitation towards a judgment on it that is as good or bad for me. Then it's God is is good for me. Okay, so now this is much more involved in the motions themselves, and this might be termed maybe the meichen of the midos. So if you would have the level so far, we had God, there is God, that's meichen, stam. Then you have God is good, which is the midos in the meichen. Then you have God is good for me, which is the meichen in the midos. And then you have I love or I want God, that's midos. You see the four different levels here? that I just outlined. So what we're saying here is with with tefillin, and especially if you're talking about someone that has meichin, the godless, all he would need is there is God, and automatically the emotions would be, I want God. What we're referring to with tzitzis is more of a normal situation, which is what? Which is the idea that I'm getting to the point that God is good, and therefore God is good for me. I'm already moving it along in a way of, so to speak, uh, limiting it 
because now I'm putting a, a judgment on it. I'm saying God is good. I.e., if God is good, so I, I, I'll take two, right? No, no, God forbid, not two. I'll take one, right? It's only God. God is one. In other words, I, I want this because I've made a determination in my mind that this is good. Why does it I take two, right? This famous word, you know, it's like, you know, if, if one phone is good, so I'll take two, you know, I'll take two phones, you know, it's like, that's good for me. Because that's the emotions getting involved. The emotions get really that get involved is when they see something that they want, then they really want it. They're all in. That's the idea of the emotions. The maichin are not all in. The maichin are trying to determine what's flying here. What are we talking about? What's the topic of conversation? And then trying to make the determination, is this really a direction that I want to go in? Is this something that is good or not? First, I'd have to determine, is this good? Then I have to determine, is this worth my time doing it? Right? In other words, everyone will say, right? Everyone will say that cigarettes, right, are carcinogenic. The question now comes out, can I now go from cigarettes are carcinogenic to cigarettes kill? Then can I go from cigarettes kill to cigarettes could kill me to cigarettes are killing me, God forbid, right? In other words, it's a, it, you have to move in that direction of going from intellect into midos. That's what changes a person. And that's why you have a million people on, you know, a huge, one of the biggest industries in the United States is the diet industry. Because everyone intellectually realizes that walking around with 300 extra pounds is not a great plan for life. The problem is getting it from the intellect into I'm going to now change my eating style. It's, it's basically impossible. For most people, that's basically impossible. That's why when you actually see someone that loses, let's say, 100 pounds or 80 pounds, everyone goes crazy. Because why? Because it's so unusual. Why is it so unusual? You ask this guy, listen, do you want to live an extra 20 years or would you rather die early? No one is going to say, oh, I think I want to die early. God forbid, Right. Everyone's going to say, yeah, I want to live forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I want to be live forever, not just live forever. I want to be in great shape and I want to be able to take walks on the beach when I'm 90 years old and I want to, right? Who's not going to say that? But now get that into the person that eating an extra 15 donuts every single day is not going to add up to this conclusion. So intellectually, they get it. There's no one that's going to walk around and say, yes, I think that eating 15 donuts every single day is really a great pathway in life. No one's going to say that. Everyone gets it intellectually. So why is it that the diet industry is probably one of the biggest industries in the United States of America? It makes no sense. Everyone knows, don't eat so much. Everyone knows, go and do exercise. I mean, how... How, how much of a genius do you have to be for that? Okay, you're going to tell me that this person, uh, this type of food affects them, and this type of person, this... It's not, it's, this is not rocket science. The problem is getting it from your brain into your heart. The same thing with a chassid. A chassid learns chassidus, right? 
But at the end of the day, he still t- puts on his, his telephone and he clicks certain things that he shouldn't be clicking. He still wakes up late or goes to sleep late and he wakes up late and doesn't go to Hasidic class. The person's in yeshiva, for goodness sakes. He could be doing a million other better things with his life. <laughs> you obviously determined that going to yeshiva is the right thing for you. So why not wake up and go to Hasidic class? Why not daven with a minion? Why not? Because we're human, that's why. Because to go from intellect to emotions, intellectually, no one's going to say to you, you know, I think that it's really wrong of me to wake up for Hasidic class. I've made a, a, a total calculation and judgment. I've made an analysis, and it's all on my computer in my spreadsheet, and I've determined that really waking up for Hasidic class is not the correct way. And not only that, going to mikvah and davening with a minion is also not the right way. No one's going to say that. Everyone's going to say that, yes, wake up, go to mikvah, learn Hasidic, daven with a minion. That's, it's a no-brainer. So why does everyone have a problem with it? Why do we have half the class here today? Oh, I can't say that. It's on public. You know, it's going to be on Spotify now, right? The, the reason is because to go from Meichin to Midos is where the problem lies in all of us. And it applies on every single person that's sitting here in this room. Because that is what it means to be human. And that is the challenge that we have. And that's what Hasidus is trying to teach us how to overcome. Right? How do I overcome this challenge? This is... The, the biggest challenge in life, right? This is what's happening to all of us. Our midos, right, are hanging out somewhere in Aruba and our moichin is, is somewhere in Marstown. <laughs> you know, it's like we have, we have a disconnect here. There's something wrong here. There's something wrong with this picture, right? This is the nakuda of our problem. If you look at, and you look at every single person that you know, this is the nakuda of everyone's problem. Mayachin impacting midos. Mayach shalat alalev. Right? It's the same issue in every subject. Whether you're talking about a person who's overweight to a person that doesn't come to Hasidus, to a person who argues with his wife, to a person who, whatever it is. It's all the same issue. Right? Mayachin impacting midos. That's our problem. All right. Let's stop here for today. Let's do a little Hazara. Exactly. Right? Chazara. Everyone knows that doing Chazara is going to help you. But yet. Okay. Have a good day, everyone.